When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the great William Brad Alice. Now, we've got a lot of news to get to, but first, we're going to talk about the news of the day. Keona Wilhite is committed to the University of Arizona. In my opinion, and this again, just take it for what it's worth, I believe that Keona Wilhite is naturally as good a prospect as there is in the state. Um, he can bull rush you. He can get past anybody he wants. Um, a little bit late to football, obviously. Only played half the season last year at South Point. But this is a huge get for Arizona, especially because it stops kind of the recruiting process because he was going to blow up this summer. He's a lot better than a three-star kid, and I think you'll see that indicated right there. But this is massive news for Arizona football here, William. You know, this is where I would like to bring up some of our old chats about our good friend, the quarterback from Cienega. However, you're not the only one saying this about Will Height. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at uh, multiple recruiting services um, have said that about Will Height, that he has the potential uh, to be a guy who rises up the rankings. I mean, that's coming from guys affiliated with 24-7, affiliated with uh, rivals. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I've seen a little bit of video. It's hard to tell, but – um, I can even tell you some people in the local coaching community feel he's underrated as well. So right now it's a good move. And assuming he has a good relationship with other guys on his team, Arizona has at least two, maybe three more offers out to South Point kids. So right. uh, that is big as well. So, yeah, it's a very good pickup at a need position, uh, keeping guys in state. And I'm guessing sometime, maybe even before we're done with this show, there may be anywhere from one to three more in-state recruits committing to the program today. And with Arizona especially, the one thing that's the hardest thing to find is defensive linemen here. And especially when you can get one that is in your home, uh, that's in your home city, that is a huge deal right there. And this is a kid, again, that um, – Again, a little bit late to football, transferred to South Point, um, was only eligible for half the year last year. Um, I had a couple, I have a couple friends on the staff that told me immediately about this kid. And they said he's going to be an absolute monster. And nothing that he has done has, um, has uh, uh, dissuaded them from that point of view. And really, I believe he can be about as good as he wants to be. And at South Point, too, again, we're going to talk about Jed Fish here. This is a school that you prioritize. Even if you don't think a kid is good, I'm not saying that about Will Hyde, obviously, but if you think that they can be Division One, offer them, get in there, because, again, this is the one school that matters, and this is why Jed Fish gets it. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to swing and miss on a local kid, first and foremost, you swing and miss on a kid from, from South Point. Right. Um, and I understand why uh, the Sumlin staff did not make the hard push for uh, Bruno Fina. Um, I know there's some concerns about him. He was the best player in town or the second best player in town, uh, a legacy. And from South Point, you, sh- you should have made a bigger push for him. Correct. Um, again, I know that the, the concerns, but still, 
and this is like this is not that case. This is a kid who's legit, you know, just trip to UCLA uh, had I don't know if he took the trip to Washington and Oregon State. Um, so unlike uh, some kids who are choosing over Utah states of the world, this kid had legit offers as, as a as a three star and again, could wind up being, um, a low four star, mid four star before it's all said and done. Now he could also not move up the rankings because once you commit to Arizona and don't take any more visits, sometimes right. guys don't um, revisit your film. However, because there'll be eyes on rushing, um, you know the, the the West Coast guys, at least from two four seven. You know the the, the Greg Biggins, the, the Blair and Gulos, if you pronounce it the other way, will probably still have an eye on this kid. So my guess is he moves up the rankings. He may not quite get to the four star ranking. But I think he'll move up the rankings. What's fascinating, too, about him is that, you know, we had Eric Rogers on South Point Coach, and he said, listen, he said this kid can absolutely be as good as he wants to be. And what's interesting about him is when you see it, everybody, Elijah Rushing is considered, is, is rated the highest player or prospect in the state. When you look at both those guys side by side, what's remarkable about it is the Will Height is, uh, again, I'm not just, you know, uh, saying that, you know, rushing isn't awesome. He is. But you look at Will Hyde next to him, and Will Hyde is a significantly bigger kid already. And this is without coming from a lot of a, a football background. Again, he uh, I'm going to keep bringing this up. He kind of just showed up at Sal Point, um, uh, uh, flashed at some uh, uh, passing camps, and now – you know, it uh, this is this is a good get for Arizona, especially too on the defensive line, which is the hardest position to get players on. You know, yeah, I think you have a chance to look at uh, assuming Arizona remains with a four man front. Um, he is that big, or potentially that bigger uh, defensive end, not the stand up rush end. Uh, that ironically enough, rushing, uh, rushing. Get, I see what you did there. That was funny. Uh, uh, and again, if Arizona ends up winding up with a three-man front long-term, then rushing probably moves outside linebacker, but still used in those, you know, again, assuming Arizona can get rushing and that's still, they have a chance, but still a big assumption. Um, so this is a kid who, again, is going to put on some more muscle, who can be that more traditional end who, you know, shores up the, the, the outside, doesn't let, you know, attempts to not let runners around him can get to the passer, but not the primary function. And that's what he looks like to me. Um, but there's still a lot of body transformation with this kid. Again, pretty raw. Um, you know, how much muscle he decides he, he can and wants to put on. You know, does he want to get closer to maybe that 270 range or does he want to stay in that, you know, 240, 250 range and be a little more mobile? Uh, those are the decisions that he and the coaching staff have to make. But um, it's always nice to have a guy who has those kind of options out there because he is a very good athlete. Uh, with some very good size. And again, just looking at his frame, looks like if he wants to pack on, you know, 20 or 30 pounds of muscle, he probably can between, you know, now and maybe uh, a sophomore season. Well, you saw the uh, the highlight. I, I would assume you saw the Twitter highlights when he was at the U of A, the, the U of A uh, patent where he's just essentially throwing dudes around, you know, left and right, going right by him, throwing them around. I mean, you know, physically, he's physically he is a real he's a real specimen. Now, it'll be fascinating to see how far he's able to take this. But again, the one thing about it, though, that when Jed Fish took over, is he said nobody is going to outwork us on the recruiting trail, and he said, especially in state, we are going to recruit guys until we can't recruit them anymore. And that is just such a nice little departure from the previous staff that basically looked for reasons it felt not to recruit kids. We're going to get in on kids. We're going to get on them earlier. We're going to stay with them until the very end. It doesn't cost you anything to recruit South Point. Right. It's five that's, minutes away. 
that's the baffling thing is the, you know, I mean, yeah, you probably did not have a shot at Bijan. Okay, great. You know what, who they said that about? And again, he didn't end up being a great player, but Cam Denson. Right. Um, but why not just, you don't even have to get in your car. Just right. go walk down there. Now, you probably want to show up in your car because I'm guessing Jed Fish or, or you know, Coach Powell or one of those guys, Brendan Carroll, has a very nice automobile. You probably right. want to pull up in your nice, shiny automobile. But They've got the Brad Alice automobile right there. You literally could just stroll over there. I mean, Jed Fish, fit guy, likes to walk by the tennis center and wants the tennis team practice. It's only another 20 minutes right. or 15 minutes to South Point. This isn't even this is even like going to Scottsdale Sawara when you're not gonna get a, a Kelly Ringo. I mean that, right. that takes that takes a full day to recruit. It literally you can be in and out of South Point in a lunch break. Um so the fact that uh, you they didn't is ridiculous. And the fact that this staff is just it's common sense. Again, you should hit every high school in town. And I don't care if it's Catalina and Santa Rita, who's not even gonna field uh, a varsity team uh, this year at Santa Rita. Just go by and stop by because you never know. It doesn't right. cost you anything. Now, maybe you don't want to spend the time to go out to the West Valley and go out to Buckeye High. Okay, I get it. But this staff has done – what have they done? They've gone into Hamilton and pulled kids, something mm -hmm. no one has done at U of A. Done Chandler. Gone, they've gone into Chandler, which has been a difficulty – um, you know, they're making some inroads at, at, at uh, Scottsdale Saguaro. Uh, you know, I'm guessing uh, Chaparral is going to have some kids that they don't seem to be cranking out the kids like they used to. Um, you know, Brophy. The, There's about five or six schools that you really have to. But you also there. got can't not look at other schools because all of a sudden, and we're going to find out today, Apollo might have a few kids. Right. Um which which what's you know what's the school up there perry um mm -hmm. number one player in the country uh quarterback i right. think it's playing at gilbert perry that's unheard of but you know again you send up three coaches you split up the town you hit most of those schools yeah you might not need to go to tempe high i don't know you know i'm throwing out mcclintock may not have anyone anymore it used to be a powerhouse <laughs> But North Canyon, that. is that even still a high school? I don't even know. There's so many in Phoenix. I'm like, well, right. that's, you know, because guess what? You can find quality players at Basha and, and, and places like that. Just like, you know what? You, you In Tucson, you find them players from Marana. You find them players from Cienega. You find, you know, occasionally a Mountain View and Ironwood Ridge. But again, that doesn't even take you long. You know, right. if you're, if you're a coach, you head up, you, go tell you what, it's real easy. You head up the, the freeway, you get off, you stop by Flowing Wells, you then go up to CDO, shoot over to Ironwood, shoot over to Mountain View, shoot over to Marana, head back down the freeway, you're home. You just hit seven schools in three hours. And what's, and what's, yes, and what's interesting to me about this too is South Point is that this is different than when you and I were growing up where, you know what, you had a lot of players at Sabino. You had a lot of players at Saguaro. Um, Ampi. Ampi, exactly. Most of the talent now is essentially concentrated at South Point. Now, again, there's going to be a few exceptions. There's a CDO kid here or there, obviously. But generally, the kids now dream of going and playing at South Point. I think Eric Rogers was saying that, you know, they had 70 kids go out for their freshman football team this year. That's where kids want to play now. If the great, if Tyler Alice becomes a four-star type kid as a freshman, 
I could see Brad Al. I could and South Point's recruiting him. Brad Alice is going to be looking at them with they, a very open eye. They don't recruit at South Point. What are you talking about? Uh, no, for sure. If they're looking at him from a uh, an academic perspective, um, pretty much anymore. Your your talent lies at South Point. It lies in the um, the the suburbs. Right. Um, Morana, Mountain View, CDO, Ironwood Ridge, Cienega. That's where most of you, unfortunately for for our alma mater, you're not seeing a ton of kids at Swirl anymore. Um, the real inner city schools, uh, Catalina, Palo Verde, you know, those, they're, they're, they just don't have the numbers anymore right. and the interest. All As the population of Tucson has become a more uh, traditional city as opposed to a town. Yeah. Um, and then again, when you only have one, Cat, real powerful Catholic school here, a private school. Yeah, they're going to get a lot. Of time. I mean, Push Red gets gets some, uh, and that's always been a good football program. But they don't crank out D one players like South Point does. All right, now first, got to pay some of the bills right here. Bet MGM, swing for the fences right here. If you haven't signed up for Bet MGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers here, depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Now, you can bet on basically anything at BetMGM. And I put nothing past our good friends at BetMGM. The Phoenix Suns now should be the favorite to win the title. Would you agree with this, William? It's a nice move. I got to see how they do with the rest of the uh, roster because I think more moves are coming. But um, they fleeced the Warrior or the uh, Wizards yesterday. And that's what we like about it. Check out BetMGM. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Claimer 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right, and one last thing, too, that we got to get in here, Circle K. I kid you not, we have had people in the last two days tag me from Ireland, uh, go at Dublin Circle K, and just today, Cancun Circle K. We've talked about how Circle K serves all the people in Tucson. We've, given, we've shortchanged them. They serve everybody in the world. Make sure you're not missing out on this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on a 32-ounce Polar Pop. Head to CircleK.com slash store locator to find a Circle K near you. Now, I, I don't want to say I've been at Circle K a lot lately, with, but the guy keeps asking me like when the All-Star Tournament is, which kid I'm buying Gatorade for. Um yeah, so so I am I'm more known than ever at my local Circle K, which is is pretty frequent because my wife's addiction to Polar Pops. And there's nothing wrong with that, Brad. You embrace it. All right, now let's talk about let's we're going to grade the off season now for Jed Fish and for uh, uh, Tommy Lloyd, the Tommy Gun. Now, first thing about it is with uh, with this Keona Wilhite again, a massive massive get for the U of A. Keona, if you're listening, we're going to try to get you on the show here. I'm breaking that right now. Love to get him on the show. But um, let's talk about uh, Jed Fish's offseason right here. Um, I believe that – yeah, listen. 
the the recruiting class obviously wasn't like the one that it was the previous year. The one thing though, and I was talking with Lamont Lovett about this. <laughs> look at me dropping names. Um, the one thing that oh that this staff is going to continue to do though is they've done a pretty good job of being able to evaluate kids that have been under the radar. And it's not like the OKG thing where it's like, Oh, we're just going to bring in kids and pretend they're good. You look at it, a Jacob Manu um, becomes a, a freshman, all American um, and uh, excuse me right there. Jonas Sabanea was a three-star kid. Probably should have been a five-star kid. Wendell Moe, same thing. Tanner McLaughlin. They've shown a unique ability, Brad, to be able to find big dudes that can play and that were underrated by the services. And I think that's what they're kind of banking on in this incoming class. They're, but they have, they have a strategy and nine times out of 10, it is a guy with college size who plays at a big time program. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, was window Mo, was he Polly or was he Polly? Yep. Polly. I believe he's Polly and from Polly. Yeah. But he's a long beach Polly kid. Who's, who's what? Six, five, 300. Right. Uh, Joseph was committed Savin- to Morgan State. Yeah, Savanea though is a, got a legit size. He's Honolulu, mm-hmm. St. Louis, St. Louis. Um, okay, our guy Jacob Manu. He's undersized. Where did he play? Servite. Servite. How many guys uh, in the Pac-12 played at Servite? So this isn't. And and again, apologies to him because he was a really good player. But um, you know, the wide receiver from Basha who is five seven. Um, Nate Phillips, your guy. Nate Phillips. Again, Nate Phillips is a good player. I don't want to disparage it, but that's a bigger roll of the dice than a 300-pound offensive lineman from Long Beach Poly. Um, Jacob Manu, who's only 5'10", 5'9", but he played at Servite and was all league in that Catholic league in L.A. Um, yeah, now there are some rolls of the dice. Tanner McLaughlin, who physically looked the part, but he was a guy who put up no numbers at, at what, Southern Utah? Right. Um, like 200 yards in. or something. Yeah. yeah. Now he looks like an NFL player. So that is a real roll of the dice that worked out. And I'm not even sure if he was on scholarship initially. He, I think right. he was a walk-on who now has a scholarship. Um, so, yeah. For, but when you're, if you're going to miss – or excuse me, if you're going to roll the dice, you roll the dice on um, either guys with legit size and legit programs or guys who got it done – at legit programs. Right. Um, again, Manu was an all conference linebacker in one of the toughest leagues in the country. Uh, he just happened to be five ten. Right. Um, so if you look at what they've done in the, in the transfer market, a lot of that is the same thing. Not all of these guys have performed, but they all have size. They all have pedigrees. Um, and most of them are coming from at least lateral move schools. Right. Um, you know, Indiana, a cow, and then some bigger schools, the Oregons. But it's not like they're rolling the dice on five foot seven cornerbacks from Howard. And see, that's my thing, too, is that the thing that bothered me about Rich Rod and Rich Rod was a great X's and O's coach. And I'll, I'll say this from day one. If Rich Rod had put together a staff like Jed Fish had or had recruited like this. Richrod wouldn't be here because he would be at a bigger school. That's how good he would be. But if you, hey, I'll give you this. Could you imagine Richrod with Stoops' staff? That, that's what I'm saying. Stoops' staff is probably the best staff in school history. Tim Kish, Bill Biedenbow, um, guys who just killed it on the Sonny Dykes, Mark Stoops. I mean, but but the problem with Richrod, though, and the Jet the Jed Fish and such a departure from, I don't even count Sumlin because Sumlin didn't care. But the thing with the uh Richrod. 
is that Rich Rod's teams always had, and God love him, it's not a put down, Samaji Grant, Nate Phillips, Parker Zellers. I mean, we're going to, you were, you were actually, you were every single year when you would be on the sideline, you were the smallest team that you were going against right there. I would have killed to have a Jacob Franklin out there. That's how desperate the, we were. The irony was, and it's again, something we've talked about the curse of the four star. He brought in a ton of four stars with mm-hmm. great size. Sean Brown, another one. Good call, Steve Hernandez. Oh, how about all the direct, uh, how about all the initial wide receivers, TJ Washington, LJ, right. the, you know, but LJ, this PJ, that there were, there were like three straight years. There were like an LJ, a TJ, and they were all undersized wide receivers from Florida and prep schools. And, but you know, he brought in guys with these legit size and you know, the two four-star guys from LA, the one blew out his shoulder. The other one never had a position, um, you know, academic. So, you know, even guys like Pierre Cormier blood clots. So sometimes it was bad luck. Um, or there's a reason the four stars looking at Arizona because maybe he got, got rankings he didn't deserve. Um, but I think some of he just I think Rich Rod just believed give me capable football players and we can X's and O them. And he could to six or seven wins. He just yeah, but you it, know, but that has a limitation to it exactly. Right. Um, and so he'll probably be hugely successful at, at Jacksonville State where if he can get comp- competent talent, he can X and O them over other coaches in that league. Uh, Tio Wildcat, I can uh, I can help you with this. Uh, d- just shoot me a DM at, or at uh, Iron Mike Luke on Twitter right there, or you can just uh, shoot me a message on Facebook as well. Um, so where I, I'm a, I give Jed Fish a solid B this offseason because, again, I think a lot of this, you got to remember how many dudes that they started this past year that were freshmen, sophomores, first year in the program. I believe that they um, thought that, a big part of that was going to be internal progression, and they kept all the guys. In this day in NIL as well, it's also important to be able to keep the NIL. We're dog-friendly, Brad. You can tell them to uh, – but um, so you didn't lose anybody big, obviously. I mean, you not lost the kids to SC, but those were replaceable guys right there. You kept T-Mac, obviously. You kept Sabanea, all those guys. Um, you got players back. I give him a solid B, and I think this team is squarely in competition for a, a, a bowl game, Brad Ellis. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would give it a B, too, because I do think there's some holes in what they did. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the class they signed coming in this year has, has uh, this lacks the star power that last year's class did, although I like this offseason uh, for the 24 class. Um, just looking at their transfers, I, there's a glaring omission there. There's no offensive lineman. Right. Um, and I think – I don't think there's any DBs either. Um, and then they rolled the dice on a few guys. You know, like Oren Patu and Tyler Manoa really didn't get much done at, at Cal and UCLA. Patu, though, a lot of upside on those guys. You know, Norton didn't crack the the two deep at Georgia, but, you know – That's that, a different uh, animal, though. Exactly. You know, Justin Flo – I think has already paid dividends and whether he plays well or not, because he's a recruiting beast. By the way, people stop asking me about his brother. He's not playing here. He's not going to, uh, don't worry about him. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so yeah, you know, you look at it. Yeah. I like Taylor Upshaw. I like, uh, I like, uh, see, let's talk about Upshaw for a second. Upshaw. I think, don't you want, ideally with Upshaw, don't you hope that he can be Hunter Eccles? Yeah. If he can, Oh, if he can be Hunter Eccles, that's a plus. I just, 
honestly, um, who was the kid a few years ago? Uh, the walk-on from Phoenix who ended up being a pretty good player for speaking for Rich Rod. Um, Parker Sellers? No, D end. Um, I was a Belkin or something like that. But oh, Belknap. Belknap. Yeah. If he could be Belknap, yeah. I'd be happy. Um, cause Belknap was a competent, again, that's one of the things that it worked. So Richard, I thought it could work all the time. Um, but yeah, if he can be Tyler Eccles, I'll be thrilled. Cause Eccles, if any of these guys can be Eccles and that's what this formula is, find a guy with the athletic ability, with the pedigree who just either couldn't crack the rotation cause there were better guys ahead of him. That's Norton mm-hmm. or just something was missing. And again, I think this staff thinks we can coach them up. And again, if you look at these guys, you know, if you look at their transfers, they're all, you know, they're UCLA, Washington, Oregon. Um, right. Like you said, you're not getting the dude that looks like, you're not getting the dude that looks like me from Howard. No. Although you probably wouldn't get a guy that looks like me from Howard, but you know, you, you're not getting a D lineman who weighs the same. I do. And yes, Parker Zellers and I weigh about the same amount. I made the mistake of saying on radio, I think they've undervalued him. I think he's closer to 250 or 260. And Kurlovich apparently swore my name in the uh, to a, a beat reporter. Um, not my name. Whoever that idiot is on the radio. Because there's right. no way Parker Zellers was 240. But, um, yeah. So, are all these guys going to work out? No, probably not. But, again, there's a formula at play there. If you look at their size, they've got – They've got size. They've got a, a petter. You know, Upshaw, 6'4", 246 at the end. Um, and he had four and a half sacks at Michigan, so it's not like he didn't yeah. ever do anything there. You know, CO is a 315-pound, foot three, mind you, defensive tackle. Right. Norton's sitting about 290 at 6'6". Um, you know, Manoa's 303. Himuli, uh, Himuli, I think is how you pronounce it, 230 linebacker. Um you know, this isn't, you know, Lamonius Craig's a 6'2 receiver. This isn't 5'8, 130. Um, From now on, with Lamonius Craig, we will always call him by all three names Montana Lamonius Craig. The only guy who really maybe lacks that pure physical is Patu, who's a 6'4, 200 pound linebacker. And that's still not bad. My guess is he's about 215 by the time he takes the field, 220 next right. fall. One guy, too, that we got to talk about. We're going to get back to Kevin Cortese. Great point. We got to talk about Elijah rushing here in just a moment. But a couple things. Tap and bottle. The tap and bottle watch parties. All right. Um, as you all know, Brad Alice has been to these many, many times, as has the great Tyler Alice as well. Tyler Alice, future U of A player. We don't know what sport yet. Could be baseball, could be football. Either way, he will be backing the A to the fullest. You can catch him and Brad Alice and the other people here at the Tap and Bottle Watch Parties for all the way games for Arizona football and basketball. Scott, Rebecca, support local, support the salt of the earth. I kid you not when I tell you these people are amazing folks. Known them for about 10 years and privileged to be partnered with them. And, oh, geez, Brad, how's your sleep going? It wasn't good last night. You know what? That Brad, that's what I needed right there. OGs, oh, let's say you're Brad Alice and you got you got your hands in a bunch of different fires, or you got your irons in a bunch of different fires. And you probably my hands aren't there. Yeah, yeah. But let's say that you got kids, you're a family man, you're coaching nine different things, you're also playing uh, hockey as well, and you need something to relax with at the end of the night. 
Oh, Jesus here for you. Oh, Jesus here for the common man right there. Check it out. Check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram for OG's Brands. You can also be get their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years older and, and enjoy responsibly. All right, Elijah Russian, great call. I'm super excited here, Kevin Cortez. That's why we rely on all of you people to uh, be able to check me right here. Um, rushing would be obviously the rushing would be the highest rated player that Arizona would get out of high school would have had since when Mike Chaska. Yeah, they even have recruiting rankings back then. Chaska was a parade all American. He was a first team parade all American. Could have gone whatever he wanted. Um, granted got hurt, didn't play a ton, whatever. But Elijah Rushing, by a lot of people, is considered the best defensive end prospect in the country. Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, um, you name it. If Arizona were able to get him somehow, at that point, you really, you look at Fish and you're like, man, this dude just, this dude gets it on a totally different level than any coach that you've really ever had here in that regard. Because again, this dude is, this would be the equivalent, at least on paper, at least on paper of getting B. John Robinson out of high school. And I think that's the key. I mean, to get a four-star player, five high four-star, five-star type. And again, Arizona's never signed a five-star. You have to have a connection. Um, and the local connection is what helps Arizona. Because for years, people, kids were going elsewhere. Because finally, you know, within the last 10 years or so with streaming, their parents can see their games. And that's used to what keep kept them home. It was the only way to see them play. But, you know. But now with NIL, you have a guy. So let's say right now, if I'm Will Height, I start working the NIL right now. Because now I have right. a year to create my brand locally. So again, you know, I don't. I, I, so if he's not out there calling the car companies, the restaurants, the if he doesn't have a you know a flavor at a certain right. Italian ice place, um, that's uh, you know. But and rushing has the opportunity to do the same thing if he commits early enough. Now he may want the attention, whatever. But you have a chance to be. You know, these two guys can appear in commercials together now. Right. Um, I, I assuming it doesn't break the AIA records, but if not, then the minute their season's over, you should have this, all these ducks in a row. And let's say Elijah rushing commits to Oregon. Mm-hmm. You don't have that opportunity because he is another in the line of, um, same thing with Alabama. He's another in the line of, uh, Arizona, you're unique. So there should be some unique NILs. Now that's not saying he couldn't do the same thing. Let's, you know, let's, if he picks another school that hasn't had a whole lot of five-star success, then you could probably do the same thing. But the difference is, is, you know, he can get out there and be seen now and start creating a local brand that he couldn't do if he goes to, you know, I'm going to make up a school he's not even looking at, Utah, who hasn't had a whole lot of five-stars either. Because um, he's not making the 12-hour the drive to Salt Lake to go sign, um, you know, a poster in front of a, oh. a, a car dealership. This this is funny. The great Rich Carrillo right here. This is very funny. At David Matola, rumor has it someone recruited hard in Boston, Mass. A four star named Samuel Adams. That's funny. That is funny. I can never come up with stuff like that. I like that. I'm pretty sure he brought, tried to bring in a, a wide receiver named Johnny Walker too. <laughs> Dude, Jacob Franklin behind the scene has no clue what we were talking about right here. And But you know what? Oh, Jacob Franklin is coming on this week. He doesn't know it, but he is coming on this week, by the way. Um, 
All right, so we give Arizona football, though. This is a huge day for the Wildcats. Big, big ups right there. Again, um, big fan of uh, Keona Wilhite. Uh, and, um, you know, welcome to the family. Back the A. I am going to be texting the coach, seeing if we can get him on this week right here. And, uh, you know, we'll see what he thinks about being smaller than Jacob Franklin, though. All right, now. Let's talk a little Arizona basketball because that's what we're going to do right here. Um, basketball, by the way, these comments are fantastic. You guys are all funny. We like you a lot. Uh, Arizona basketball. I'm giving the Tommy Gun an A minus uh, this offseason. Uh, Ryan Nemhard was a kick in the, uh, as our good friend Kevin Woodman would say, a kick in the nugglers. But um, he responded very nicely by getting um and again rich Carrillo wants toughness you got kashad johnson right there kid the good to caught into kentucky you got Jaden bradley you got caleb love i um the way that he's revamped this roster he um i'm very very impressed by what he was able to do here william yeah i'm gonna give him a bb plus with the potential for an a and i think fishes has the potential to be an a as well and and here is my my only problem one there's no sure things in this transfer group. Hmm? Um, the upside is great. Jaden Bradley's upside is terrific. Don't you know what Kashaw Johnson is, though? Let's pull up the roster, Jacob Franklin, if you could. Yes, but and, and here's my only problem, with Kishaw, and I love Kashaw Johnson, and maybe that's exactly what you need, is there were guys who had the potential to be 15, 10 guys who were out there who Arizona either never approached or were never in the mix for. Um, Caleb Love is a little bit of a risk. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't know how good Krivas and 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 those guys are right now. So while I think this is a roster upgrade over last year, um, there's still some question marks um there. You know, again, losing the guys they did to transfer, no big deal. Obviously, in, in a perfect world, you'd love to have kept um Tubelis, but He's he did his time here and he, he is replaceable. That's weird. See, see, I like Tabellus. Don't get me wrong, but the thing with Tabellus, though, and again, he's not nearly the player that Michael Dickerson is. Um, so I don't want to uh disparage Michael Dickerson. Um, but come big the thing that I think we know about Tabellus is kind of come big, big nut time, I guess, for lack of a better term. He really wasn't that dude, and I think it was a little bit of fool's gold last year kind of with him. Yeah, I mean, you take out the Oregon game, and most of his games were against uh, lesser opponents, things like that. Um, But, again, he's a very talented player. But he really should be option two or three, not option one. And, again – And if he's uh, coming back, he's option one, I guess is my point. Yeah, and, again, the Kashad Johnson toughness thing. And, again, I like what they did. I just can't say for sure – you know, Kashad Johnson is going to be an 11 and eight guy. I can't say for sure. Caleb love is going to buy in and be a 14 happy being a 14 point a game guy winning 10 extra games. I can't say for sure that Jaden Bradley is going to, you know, play as well as he did in stretches last year. And that's your gut tells you they will though. That's what you're saying though. I like it though. You know, I think when you look at the, you know, the, the, the two guys from Lithuania, I think they're going to be pretty good. And I, I, I still You're like coming Peter. around on Polly M. I, saw I like Polly M. I like Polly M. I just, I still, I, I'm not sold on Polly M being a guy next year who can be the second round draft pick guy they've talked about. Long term, I love Polly M. I also long term really like Crevis. And I think Crevis with his shot blocking ability and the fact that he has already knows his way around a weight room, 
could make him better than I think people are are, are, are ready for. And again, he might be the fifth big too. Either way. Um, so the yeah, fifth so big or the fifth peak. Are we allowed to go five peaks? No, we're not going five peaks. We're going four plus one. So is okay. he going to be in the four peaks or is he going to be in the uh, the? My uh, gut the feeling is he's, he's a four peak. Yeah. Right. Now, now oh, by be. the way, we got to wish Dylan Anderson a happy birthday. Our guy, Dylan Anderson. Uh, we're working on getting Frank Caliendo on. Although whoever's doing the big Dill energy, that might be a miss. Yeah, that, that's I, I don't like that. I don't know. No, at least they didn't go Dill Pickle. That would have been worse. Do we go Dilly A with him? We could if we want to keep this. Because uh, I can pronounce his name. Yes. I like DA myself. I mean, why not just create a trend in Arizona of Biggs named DA? Right. I, oh, also. Um, but overall, if I were to ask William Brad Alice, at the end of the season, here's the roster now going into next season. Is William Brad Alice taking that? Yeah, yeah, I like. I mean, I like the roster. I just my biggest frustration is they put so many eggs in Nimhard and it didn't work out. And it seems like they might have missed out on some other guys during that. I think it, it worked out fine. Yeah. But um, you know, again, when you see that every transfer has an Alabama and Arkansas interest, and yeah, you know, I don't care about ASU, but it just makes me wonder again. And maybe those guys don't fit in, and there's a reason they're leaving their schools, and this was more selective. But uh, at some point, you you know, you, you want to see Arizona being listed a little bit more with some of these these big guys. By the way, Dill Pickle, we don't like this. <laughs> that is very funny, though. I don't like Dill Pickle, though, right there. It's not good. Um, five, of a, <laughs> five of a Kind Media says, um, do any of our big – are there any of them capable of being a stretch four? I'm going to eliminate Umar Ballo um, from with any possibility of being a stretch for maybe a little poly M in there, but I am telling you this: people laugh at me, they scoff at me. Big Henry can shoot. He That's just what I was going to say Vasar. Yeah, I'm just saying Big Henry can shoot. Do not dismiss the possibility of Big Henry right there. That's where we're going to go with that one. Um, when okay. does he become oh. Hank? Yeah, no. By the way, so let's look at the schedule, though, for Arizona, because that's the other thing. Uh, Jacob Franklin right there. Jacob Franklin, look at me right now. If you could put, if you could put the uh, U of A schedule up, I believe we have it fully updated now with the good teams on here as well. Um, but uh, let's see. Oh, it's not updated yet. Okay. Um. All right. Well, there's the uh, – there's the uh, we got three, but you also got Wisconsin, and you also have Michigan State in there as well. You mean Purdue. Or, I mean, Purdue in there as well. Yeah, I'll get on that. Sorry about that. Um, but you got five games. You got Those are five big-time games right there. I'm a very big fan of those games right there. Yeah, and, and here's the crazy thing. Um, Duke is a gimme game. Because if you lose at Cameron, it doesn't hurt Who you cares? at all. It's a true road game. And the, and the, and the uh, committee puts a lot on true road games. Right. Um, now they better at least go two and one, if not three and zero, oh, against the Big uh, Ten because we know how we feel about the Big Ten. And right, Alabama's really good, but how good are they going to be? I don't know because they basically have an entirely new team. But but they're also going to be yeah. But Michigan State's going to be very very good. Yeah. I would assume they're the one Big Ten team. Oh. Ronde, Ronde Jefferson versus Kashad Johnson for defense. Who's better? Well, I'm going to probably go Ronde right there because Ronde is one of the better. What is Ronde? One of the top five to seven defensive players in school history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll go that, but I will that. Oh, Dilly Bar. What do you think about Dilly Bar? That's not bad. Me? That's not bad. Dilly Bar is not bad at all, Joseph Schillinger. We like that one. Dilly Bar, not bad. 
Um, but Kashad Johnson, though, I think up f- f- uh, from a front court perspective, that's the kind of guy, though, that you want. Um, you need somebody 6'7", 230, who's just going to be tough. Again, I don't need him to average 20 and 10, but I kind of got a little tired of – it just felt like in a lot of games in the NCAA tournament, there were certain people that just really weren't going to show. And I think you needed to overhaul that aspect right there, and Tommy Lloyd did that. And we give big kudos to Tommy Gunn on that. You need some guys who can get in a rock fight. Yeah. And, and there's always going to be, unless you have the perfect bracket break. Um, and I look at Arizona, you know, 94 is one of those. But usually you're going to have that game where there's that team and it's just going to be, it's just going to be a rock fight. Right. And, you know, you might have to win it 55 50. And those are the kind of games where Kashad Johnson is just going to, you know, tape up his fists right. and, and uh, lace up his work boots and go to work. And um, that's not something that, frankly, Krisa and Tubelis liked. David Matola, I like this one. Vesar and Krivas equals the Eastern Block. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. good. Do we have to throw Vesar in there too? Philly B? I mean, they're all kind of East. Yeah, but I don't know. But we got to put guys that are probably going to play, though. Okay. Um. So right there. Now, uh, 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 um, Kirk Krisa. We got a, I got a lot of people asking me about Kirk Kreese. I would imagine he's going to leave West Virginia. But the Bob Huggins thing, um, I just don't have any sympathy for this kind of stuff. I just don't. When you're 70 years old and you're getting another DUI, you're getting a .21, and you can't even put what state you're in. Dude, I mean, at some point, I can't even say grow up because you're 70. But that's the kind of stuff, though, that I, I have no sympathy for, Brad. I can deal with a lot of different things. People make mistakes. But not when you're 70 and you're getting another DUI and it's a mat, you know, like that. I, you know, I think he's probably coached his last game. I just have no sympathy for that kind of stuff. This isn't like you had three beers on an empty stomach and you blow a point nine. Point exactly. Nine. This isn't. You're drinking uh, all day. Yeah. This isn't. And, and again, this comes off of the um, the 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 Gaysler, um on radio. You you know not to say that, even if you're just quoting somebody. You know not. To, so, yeah. Um, and again, it, it'd be one thing if it was the Mark Few thing. It was the first time you've ever done this. Okay. But this isn't the first time. He's 70. Um, again, I think, unfortunately, most of us have probably driven when we shouldn't have. No doubt. I've never gotten behind the wheel when I didn't know what state I was in. And, uh, yeah, you know. Right. So. The Kirk, now, Kirk Creesa. Does Kirk Creesa end up back at uh, – uh, does he end up with Sean Miller now at Xavier? Does Sean have room? Because Sean cleaned know. up. Sean had a great offseason. Right. Um, That's for you, Rich Carrillo. Kirk Kreese uh, going to play for Sean Miller. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What do the co-eds look like at West Virginia? Kerr may be happy. Yeah. I don't know. He's going to make a ton. I mean, I know that he, he made a ton of money off NIL. I didn't even know that uh, West Virginia had a massive NIL program, but it sounds like they've got one of the better NIL programs in the entire country. I did not know that. There is some energy money in that state. Mm-hmm. And there's not much else in that state. So, yeah, they love their West Virginia. Do you know anybody besides Rob Lance who's from West Virginia? I know nobody from West Virginia. No, Rob Lance is it. Well, I guess Rob's dad. I've met him. Well, I mean, Clark and Rob, but, yeah, yeah. that's kind of no, the package no, deal right there. There are some really good bands, 
uh, from right. West Virginia, but uh, no, I don't know anyone personally from West Virginia. All right. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, where could I possibly watch Kirk Creesa or, more importantly, Arizona thing? Thanks for asking. Fo- uh, fo- uh, actually, yeah, FOCO. Actually, no, that, excuse me. That's uh, that different stuff. Sorry about that. FOCO. Cool clothes. FOCO is looking cool. Our guy Brandon Sanders right there, um, one of the two best safeties in school history, correct? Along with Chuck Cecil, would you say that? Uh, that 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 because of the history of safeties, I don't know if I'm ready to go, but he's up there. I mean, Alan Durden. Um, okay, yeah. all right. But either way, he's but, in the he's on the really, and I, I actually should say yes because he is uh, conducting uh, the camp that Tyler's going to on Wednesday. So absolutely, Brandon Sanders, best safety ever. You're, in Arizona. you're gonna you're gonna make that introduction, correct? Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Tyler introduces me. All right. Well, that there there you go, man. Because again, Brandon Sanders is always looking for talent, right there. We're saying, but. If you see Brandon Sanders and he's wearing a straw Arizona hat, know that he got it from FOCO, and he confirmed that he got it on this show without a prompt from me. FOCO always has our back for Arizona sports. They back the A, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by visiting FOCO.com and using uh, code word PHNX. For all non-pre-sale items, use the uh, promo code PHNX for 10% off and – there's no better time to become a PHNX diehard right here. Become a diehard today. Check out phnxlocker.com to grab your membership to receive exclusive content, discount on all events, merch, and access to our Discord chats as well. Check it out right there. Uh, PHNX diehards, we will be up, and I will be up in Phoenix on Friday watching Arizona basketball. All right, Rich Carrillo, does Mama Luke know that Nebraska softball scooped up the premier hurler in the nation? Absolutely she does know that. And, Rich, uh, that's why we like you right here, man. You're keeping us informed. All right, big news, though, for Arizona. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, well, Rodrigo wants to know if I have allergy a little bit, yeah. Um, I'm guessing my, my eyes are a little watery right now. I've also got the the light lighten me up right there so. i have i have allergies as well you know what smart people have allergies we embrace it we don't like them but you know what it's part of the uh, price that we have to pay for being great tyler well, alice will be the next reggie white for arizona steve hernandez coming in strong right there Brad. putting a lot of pressure on a kid who hasn't played a snap of tackle football well but again big kid naturally five, you know you got, five, got that six, going for him five six one seventy at 12 yes I mean, you know, there's uh, so we'll find out. And he's also got pitching potential. Could we possibly have a Deion Sanders type in the house, though, where he's playing football and baseball? Bo Jackson better. We'll, we'll see. He, uh, yeah, he uh, may, may did a little tryout for a club team this weekend. So we'll find out about that. All right. So again, and we got to shout out the daughter. The daughter's a volleyball star, too. So, Who? My daughter. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, let's talk about Riley. What is, what's she up to? Volleyball player. Really good. All right. Is she, uh, is that. Volleyball, any other sports? Just volleyball. We need right now, just volleyball. I'm trying to push her into softball, but you know, she she likes to focus on one thing at a time. I was going to say, you know what? A lot of kids, especially in this day and age, that choose one sport to excel at, and we will definitely be rooting for her. We, you're you're right. I've been remiss in asking about Riley. All right, Kiona Wilhite commits to the U of A. Big big news for the Cats. We both give I give Jed Fish a solid B for the off season, A minus for the Tommy Gun. Brad Alice gives uh, what did you say B's for both? Uh, yeah, no, I like the B plus for Tommy Gunn, and I think both have the obviously the potential for A's. It's just that you know these guys have to work out. All right, Brad, this is a big week for Arizona sports. People want your podcast. Are you going to be recording? And if so, where can they find you? And when will you be recording? If I record, I'll be recording tomorrow and Friday. It all just depends on how 
my week shakes out again. We're doing all-star practice five days a week. We've got a big all-star tournament this weekend. I got volleyball practice this week. We've got a football camp this week. We've got hockey games this week. Um, yeah. So it's, right. it's crazy around here. All right. We got a lot. Brad, as always, appreciate you, my guy. We will talk with, uh, we'll obviously talk with you uh, soon again. Next week, we'll be back to the normal Tuesday. Now, and Jacob Franklin behind the scenes right there. Jacob, you're going to be coming on this week. We're going to figure out a date. The people want to talk with Jacob Franklin. But again, everybody on there, appreciate all your contributions. I'll be back with you tomorrow. We're going to be talking Keona Wilhite. We're going to be talking Arizona basketball recruiting. I will be heading up into enemy territory, Phoenix, this week. So for Brad Alice, I'm Mike Luke. Jacob Franklin behind the scene at follow Jacob on Twitter at Jacob underscore Franklin four for all the best ill-conceived baseball talk that you could ever find for all of everybody out there. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.